Oh, I'm you know? cutting all this out. This is not making it. To, <laughs> no. Nobody should ever know this. <laughs> You're the idiot that stays in there and wants to keep working for a company that treats you like shit. I don't blame the company. I blame your dumb ass. No, I get it. That's why I started a, so, a, a OnlyFans with my feet. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're spending like the majority of your day in a place with these people and so on and so forth. And the only driver for you is is money. Okay, now we're getting dark, guys. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, it's reality. That shit Real yeah. life can be dark. Somebody had to pitch the Special Olympics. Like, think about that. Somebody had to be the first guy. Like, we're going to race them. <laughs> so, I mean, it, life is a bunch of gray. It's not black or white. Uh, and I want I want to say this. I just want to say this. I don't want the audience to misconstrue that th this type of thinking doesn't have sympathy behind it. A responsibility is your ability to respond. So it's always you hear that response, single moms. Your fault. <laughs> it's your fault for having that kid shouldn't have had that kid i said this conversation took such a turn it didn't this is real this yeah. is the, like this is the mind like mindset we talk about mindset on these easy topics but these topics is like where where it really makes a difference hey guys jason moreno here and uh this is episode 74 of mindset you I have no idea what the topic is, but I'm sure Ranch is going to tell us in the next few seconds. I have Moses next to me, a.k.a. Moody Mo. Oh, by the way, Punchline J, how's everybody doing? And then on the bottom over here, we have uh, Rancis, a.k.a. Mr. Roboto, Robo Rancis, and any other you know derogatory name I can think about calling a computer. Uh, that's what we're going to call Rancis. And uh, yeah, don't forget to like, subscribe, and find us anywhere Um you could listen to podcasts, watch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music, um, and the VitaProject.com website. Mo, you've started a new path, right? In addition to Vita Project, you're starting a new path with, which is outside of what you've done for that path. Actually, your whole life, right? Because education mm -hmm. is not necessarily corporate world. Now you're in the corporate world. Mm. And... First of all, I want to talk about a little bit of you and that experience, how you feel about it, and how your mindset is impacting your your ability to join that culture. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely been a very interesting, and I would I would I would say that I am having some type of identity. I wouldn't say crisis, but like there is a shift because mm -hmm. it's not who, or it's not the industry that it's in because it's in the dental industry. It's not what I identify as or somebody that makes an impact in. So my whole life has been in education. So sometimes I catch myself like working in the middle of the day and I have like this disassociative state where I feel like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? And paid, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about it that way too, but yeah, it's like... Um, it almost feels against like everything that I stand for. Right. So one of the things that I'm struggling with is did I give up on my dream? Did, did I give up on this career? Like this guy who's told the story of, Hey, you know, you quit your job education for 10 plus years. You left everything to go build this thing and you still haven't done it. And now you got a job again. 
and that shit fucks with my head. Yeah. Welcome to being an adult, though. It's like, <laughs> like I hear you, but also at the same time, at the same thing. Stop being a bitch. You gotta do what you gotta do, baby. Make I'm that not, cheddar. I'm not. I'm not complaining about it because no, I, I have the, I have the other side of it where it's okay. There are skills that I'm missing in order to build that to to reach that mission or to to reach that dream. There are certain things that I'm missing. And I think there are certain ways that you can get it. One way is by like going to school, right? Paying for an education. Uh, another way is by getting a mentor. Another way is by staying in the trenches for another whatever, 10 plus years and taking all the failures and learning from it and then finally getting there. My approach to this is, okay, I'm going to challenge myself with people who know more than me, mm-hmm. who know, who have better skills than I do in what I'm trying to do. And I'm going to go to school and get paid for it at the same time. That's a good way to look at it. Um, here's my question for you, though. Are you replacing, like, I mean, I, I don't know if you're going to ever be like, oh, yeah, Rancis is kind of like my mentor. But, like, how does it feel to replace him with his wife? <laughs> we were just talking about this. Rancis was my mentor at one point. Like, okay, I, just, I, I wasn't I sure if you were ever going to admit that Rancis was your no, mentor. I won't, okay. I won't deny that. There was, there was, I was a student at one point, I believe. And uh, I learned a lot in those years, uh, especially as a client, um, as a business partner in the beginning years. Um, I do feel that now we are pretty equal in, in our abilities and, you know, our strengths. And we also have our weaknesses, but they complement each other. Uh, so I do believe that about Francis and, and my partnerships. I will say that Paola has a different skill set, which more that aligns more with what I do. Um, which is interesting because I have other perspectives of how to do what I do that I believe I'm good at. And then I'm learning from Paula how to do it better. So, so that, that's been pretty interesting to see. Just to fill in the, the, the audience on what we're talking about right now. So the, the job that Moses got is he's actually working with my wife. Now, Paula is your... Corporate overlord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's my boss. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, because you say that, right? Bala, like, is like you mentioned, our relationship is like we complement each other in essence. And you and Paola, you have the similarity. And I've always joked that, uh, you know, you, you're my work wife and Paola's uh, my home wife because you guys are the same person in so many ways. Like the way you see things, the way you react to things is so similar. So that's super interesting that you say that. Yeah, so no, you admit I, that she's the better version of you. Yeah, right now. I'll say that. In this industry, <laughs> yes, I will say that right now. Give me like six months. <laughs> He's such a competitive little fuck. I love it. I love how competitive Moses is. Like you know that he was an athlete because he's like, right now she's yeah, right now she's better, but watch. Six months, bro. <laughs> but that's 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 another like thing that's they're very similar. That's exactly yeah. what Paola would say. <laughs> you know, that she's very competitive. Yeah. yeah. So it's good when the two competitive people aren't on your team because they're making sure the W comes over here. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That, that that's true. something that, that, I mean, Bala's really, I'm not even on front. She's, she's amazing at what she does. Right. Like everybody acknowledges it. Like she's the best. Um, and I can see it. I can see why she's just 
a great leader. She cares about everybody. And I'm sure that those are things that she pulled from Rancis too, like the people aspect. Um, she is very uh, intelligent with the business and the operations and the numbers. And I, and I think that's something that like, I don't have those skills, at least not with those numbers, right? So if I think about what Rancis and I are trying to do, the company that we're trying to build and the mission that we're on, those require big numbers. They require big money. And if you're not used to seeing those things, right? If you're you're at where Vita Project was at, for most of the part where it's just like, you know, it's maybe a hundred thousand dollars in revenue per year. You're not used to, to 1.5 million, 2.3 million, right? Like seeing those numbers and saying like, Oh, how do I make a decision with $2.3 million versus like Francis and I making a decision like, Hmm, I wonder if we should cancel our subscription to Adobe so that we can save our 20 bucks a month. Right? Like it's very different. And, and, in order to challenge yourself and, and understand what is capable, you have to hang around people that are doing those things, right? Who are playing with the big numbers, who making big decisions. And, and just in the two weeks, man, I feel like I just got like 10 times smarter. My work, my definition of work, of like work capacity has completely changed. Oh God, you're going to be unbearable. <laughs> I have a question. Going super sane, bro. <laughs> God, I have a I can question. See his head getting bigger to, to the mindset and like connecting to the mindset and like segueing to that. So, do you feel like this is for the money? Like, do you feel like Part of you that. said it's an industry and so on and so forth? Is that why you're doing this? Is for the money and, and the learning? I think it's both. I'm not gonna front, man. Like, I've been broke for a while. <laughs> You know, I slept on the floor of the mm -hmm. business, like, you know, I was like consciously homeless for, for a long time. And, you know, I think it, it's time to, to let that go. Like it, it, it doesn't have to be fucking hard to make something like a story doesn't have to be this, like, oh, he slept on the floor for like five years of his life. And then he made, became a millionaire. Like I had to let go of that, like glorified fucking story. And it's like it's why? romanticized. I, yeah, it's romanticized. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like why? God damn it, Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't I just like make money and do it at the same time? That'd be pretty cool too. Like you know, it's he nice. worked a full time job and built a multi million dollar company. Like why not? That's cool. Mm. And there are people that have already done it. So like, yes, it is about the money. One, I don't think it's my number one reason. I think my number one reason is to be challenged. And to develop skills, my number two reason is like, yeah, I'm going to be making paper. Yeah, no, I get it. That's why I started a, so, a, a OnlyFans with my feet. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, quick question on on that note is that <laughs> I just got an image of Jay's feet. Yeah, why do you think I get it? Why do you think every two weeks I get a manicure? <laughs> He records while he's doing footwork in the ring. I do. <laughs> Barefoot. I do. I do. It's awesome. It's a good time. So, you know, this is interesting because I was having a conversation with a business owner, right? And one of the things that he said when he's looking to hire someone, he said about uh, the money. Like, if you have an employee that you're hiring that's just for the money, they're just here to collect the check. Like, I don't want them, right? So how do you, how do you think that applies or doesn't apply to your situation wait time out before you answer that i fucking hate guys like that number one because people need fucking money like it's a job 
Mm-hmm. Like I get, I get the whole idea. Like, no, it needs to be more. Or, or like when companies like we're a family, no, fuck you. You pay me so I can go live and, and fucking not struggle. That's the whole point mm-hmm. of working. Mm-hmm. So I hate that whole thing. Where it's like, oh, they're just doing this. For- yes. And I'm going to do a great job because you're paying me a certain amount of money. Mm. Like, I hate that whole entrepreneur mindset thing on that aspect. It drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. So Sorry. I think that's no, no. topics are going. Go yeah. Ahead, I, 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 there, there's part of me that agrees with Jay. Um, but there's the other side of me that also understands from an entrepreneurial perspective that you want people who care about your company. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's my responsibility as an entrepreneur. How do I create that environment? How do I create that culture to, to one, make sure people are able to survive, right? Make the monies that they need to, to live a comfortable life. And to also make them feel that they're a part of something bigger. Um, and I think great leaders do that. And I want to be able to do that. Right? I think Rancis and I were successful in being able to provide a culture that made people feel like they were a part of something bigger. Uh, the part that I didn't learn, right, was, all right, how do I get the monies to pay these people so that they stay? Right? And and that's the reality, right? We, we had something good going at Vita Project and... Uh, I loved working with everybody. You know, I learned a lot as a leader. I made a shitload of mistakes that I'm glad I made it there and not in this position because I probably would <laughs> probably would have gotten fired at like the third week for my like assholeness. Um, but yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, but I, I don't think that falls on that responsibility falls on the employee. I think it falls on the on the leader of the business. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, I wanted I wanted to kind of segue into that what what Jay said. I don't know if that's the topic for the other episode, but is if like you know you hate that in terms of like we're a family, all that stuff, and I kind of mm-hmm. heard that constantly. But like the way I see it is like you're spending like the majority of your day in a place with these people and so on and so forth. And the only driver for you is, is money. So you can get home right away. Like that no, doesn't make sense. So it's, 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 it's called commerce, right? You pay me to do the job that you're providing. Right. So yes, sure. Well, do I want to get along with everybody at the job? Of course I do. Right. But mm-hmm. pay, the reason why I'm here is because you're, you're paying me. I got a question. Okay. So the reason that you're on this podcast is because we're paying you? No, because I fucking love you guys, but you guys are entrepreneurs. It's different. It's different. I'm talking about from a a corporate standpoint where somebody's like, am I going to, when I'm hiring somebody, not, oh, or am I doing a podcast with two of my fucking, two of pretty much my favorite people that Mm -hmm. I fucking know. That's different. I'm talking about when I- What happens if your favorite people were, were in charge of that business that you work in? That company. Are you guys? Are you guys gonna go? Are you only gonna take this job because we're paying? I'm gonna go. Yes, because I was getting paid at my other job, and I need to get paid at this job to fucking do it. So yes, yes, that's a big reason why I I want this job is because you're gonna pay me, so I can do the job that you're asking me to do, and if you pay me more, I'll mm-hmm. even do it better. If there's incentive so, to I- grow. Here's what I'm hearing, James, like mm-hmm. that uh, the financial aspect needs to be provided, right? As yeah. a baseline. That's what you're saying. But now let's say the financial aspect is provided. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like there's that, that culture community aspect that's being developed too. I'm Are all you still for like, that. no, I, I don't. No, no, no. 
Okay. I'm all for that. I'm all I'm all for. I just hate when people are like like for example, I just go back to like like the whole news thing and they're like, "Oh, we're a family. We're a family." Like, yeah, but you won't give me overtime. You'll give me a pizza party. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But I won't get overtime. Okay, so what you're saying is that that uh, uh, that company wasn't authentic in what they were saying. Yeah, that's what, what I mean. talking like about. I'm talking All about right. like with with big companies and stuff like that. We're like, oh, we're a family. I'm like, oh, are we? Because when I left my job, I never got a phone call from anybody of this fucking family that we're talking about to see if I was okay or all this other shit. You know, when I worked overtime or I worked double shifts and stuff like that, what was that met with? It's, oh, oh, he could just do this all the time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if this is a family, you guys are pretty fuck. Not you guys, but they're pretty <laughs> fucking abusive. Then this is a a pretty fucked up family if that's the case. Toxic family. So it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. I just think you know, it's it's just it's a con- it's a bullshit way to get people to work for you sometimes. So I I I love that because it kind of highlights something which. Mo, you can speak about this with with the education industry, right? There's all these concepts that come out from like psychology and stuff like that that has like become like the token phrase for the year. No one really understands it, but everyone throws it out, right? I kind of feel like what you're saying is it's similar to that. It's like these companies that just use these concepts like, yeah, we're family and so on and so forth because it's the trendy thing to do and it's a way to from like the the corporate perspective is like how do we exactly. get them to work more or use the use these trendy concepts yeah you know like for example now like a lot of things are are all about inclusion and and all this stuff right so it's like oh they're trendy that's why we're doing it right because it's yeah. good for pr versus yeah. like it's like honestly for ex- caring for example like, let's use any type if it's black history month or pride month right all of a sudden every company mm-hmm. has you know if it's pride month there's a fucking black fist up or you know there's like a, a african flag or some shit like that right or even with pride month everybody's like oh we're gay and then once it's done they're like yeah, now we're not anymore you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, they just use it for whatever the purpose is to, to get that product out and then it's on to the next thing you know so i just think a lot of it when it comes to big corporations and stuff like that it's that's bullshit Mm-hmm. you know so um mo to to switch it back to mo you just started this corporate job do you get that sense that well it's like it's all corporate it's all corporations or is it like certain like what do you get from this place that you're at my belief is that the reason i don't that, want you to get fired but no no, no <laughs> i'm not gonna no I, <laughs> oh wait your <laughs> boss I mean, you just made me think about it yeah <laughs> you're no, your boss but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, first, I, I I don't get that vibe from from the company I'm currently working with. I, I don't get that. Uh, my belief is also that it's it's based on middle management. I don't believe that a CEO who has twenty thousand employees has that much control over it. Like you can have influence and you can have these campaigns and you yeah. can put training videos and all that, but it comes down to mm-hmm. the people who are managing the people. So the leaders who are actually delegating the work and the task and creating the culture and environment below. Now your job as a CEO is to constantly promote that on a smaller scale where, you know, for example, Rancis and I had 10 people with us. It's easy to do that because you see these people every day and it does feel yeah. like family. At 20,000 people, it doesn't feel that way, right? So, and, and this, like, if you look at the studies, the Navy SEALs, they always keep their teams to like seven people. And it's reason is, is because you can have, like, you become that close 
that, and the reason you want that is because you're in a dangerous environment. You want to kind of know how the people around you are going to behave and act and how much you can you trust them to be able to execute on a specific task that puts your life in danger. So the smaller something is, the easier it is to create that culture. The larger it gets, the more difficult it is. So I don't necessarily believe that corporations are just putting this mask on and trying to like say, hey, yeah, maybe some are, maybe some are. I don't know who gives a fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a blanketed statement. Yeah, you know. but I think it comes down to middle management. Yeah. It comes down to middle management and the people who are working on those teams. Who who are leading those teams? Are they developing the culture? Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, so far, at least with, with uh, your wife, Francis, she does an amazing job of creating that culture uh, in, in the location that I'm at. Now, how much of that is coming out of fear of Paola? She's not scary, man. She, nah, she's nah. not scary. No, nah, she's not scary. Nah, she's, she's she's direct and stuff, but she yeah. she's not scary. She's actually fucking hilarious. She's funny. That she is. Paola she is, is really funny. funny. Yeah, she's funny, and she's always laughing, and she, she does that, uh, like creates that kind of work environment where people have fun. You know, even when things mm-hmm. are are a little stressful, you know, she she has a like a relaxed kind of uh, mindset to things. It's like, yep, it is what it is. You know, let's just do this, move forward. Period. Done. <laughs> kind of similar to so, me, but at the same time, you know, I might lose my shit here and there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, is is this job easy? No, hell no, hell fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so, not i mean it's the it's the amount of information that i have to learn so right now it feels really hard uh-huh. uh it's just so much it's a new industry new things uh i just i think i'm re- i'm really fast at learning and okay that's, that's going to be my next question what, what, yeah. what are the skill sets you have a challenge in front of you a hard job what are the skill sets that will help you you know in learning this job or have been helping you just the learner's mindset it's like i'm 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 only gonna get better (laughs) if i care to do my job as best as possible i'm only gonna get better uh it's come in every single day and you know learn as much as i can and then fail as much as i can and then learn from it and move forward next day same thing until i'm able to make an impact so i think that's the the only skill i need Mm-hmm. That's a fair one. Gotcha. I think. You think? No, I'm saying it's a, I think it's a fair <laughs> way to look at it. Were you were were you there or were, were you doing those one of those like yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no no I was there he's like it's a learner's <laughs> mindset all you can do is keep working hard you're gonna fail and then it's the next day you start over again and you just keep going it's life I get no I. I agree with that 110%. But fuck corporation. No. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I had a little bit to drink too. I'm feeling spicy today. <laughs> Grandma's birthday was awesome. So going back and now circle, circling back to, to the whole concept, because I think we're going to tie it together here, is where what Jay was talking about and like that corporate thing. And Moses was talking about like middle management. But is that... Is that all just just like a trick, a ploy to get people to, you know, to slave harder? Or is it like real? Is it like that culture thing, that fa- family idea, that, that I think camaraderie? It's a gray area. I think it's a gray area because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're using somebody to to 
get something from them kind of thing, right? Like if it was a family, if I fucked up, would you know, so like, let's say I dropped a deal or something like that, right? Since we're a family, is it going to be okay or am I going to get fired for fucking up this you know million dollar sale? Because mm-hmm. if we were family, you'd be like, okay, that wasn't good. Now I'm going to put you on timeout, but you're not fired. A company could fire you for making a mistake. Mm-hmm. So is that a family? Okay. So the, then the question goes like, is that what all these corporations do? I have no fucking clue. I've only worked for like two corporations in my life. And they all are big media corporations that don't care about anybody aside from whatever you do for them. So I, I like if you're saying family, if I had somebody working for me, that's my family and they keep continuously drop the ball and they're not learning something. I'm yeah. firing them. Yeah. I'm I'm going to fire them yeah. regardless of it. I may not treat them differently like family. Like I may not be yeah. like, oh, I hate you. you. You're sabotaging me. Whatever. No, of course. But the reality is, is if, and if, if someone's not able to execute on something, right, that meets the mission of the, the entity, then, and they're trying and they give effort and they're not improving, they just don't have the competency or the capacity to do it, then it they don't belong there. That's not the right job for them. That's and that's cool too. If they don't care and they're not trying to get better, then they that's don't belong different. there either. But I to agree. me is if, all right, if you're improving, if you're, if you're, you're improving, you're trying, you're failing and you're learning from those things, then why not give you a shot? Now, are there cultures that promote this like do or die attitude to these positions? And if you don't do it right, then, you know, they, they get, they can you or whatever. Yeah. Do I agree with it? No, but and if you're see, still in business, it may work for them. <clears throat> but here's my thing. I'm not mad at those businesses that are cut through. I'm mad at those businesses that do this whole, Oh, like, Oh, we're a family. We're a family thing. And then they, they, they'll, you know, before like your severance packages are there, they'll, you know, they'll fire you or some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when they do yeah. shit like that, that's the stuff. Like I don't, if you're cut through, just be upfront and be cutthroat with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that whole, if we're cutthroat and I know you're cutthroat, awesome yeah. i know this is this is i know where i'm at with you kind of thing yeah when it's mm-hmm. like no no ohana you know don't act like you're fucking dom toretto and then fucking <laughs> that's a fast and furious reference for you rancis um because he's all about family <laughs> my son just watched all 10 films in like a week oh how how much dumber did he get how, how much <laughs> <laughs> he would come up to me, tell me all the time, like, how? Why? Wait. And I'm like, Logan, you got to just turn it off. Turn it off and just go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. So I wanted just to say one thing about that, because I'm like, I'm, believe it or not, I'm like in between. Like I, number one, like a family concept is like, yes, like we're supporting each other, encouraging each other and all that stuff. I also think of that family concept as like a tribe, right? Like, yeah, go to evolution. Like we're, we're a tribe. We all depend on each other. Right. So if someone doesn't care, someone's not putting in the effort, they're going to get us all killed. We need to get rid of them in whatever form. I think it's different for small businesses than it is for mm -hmm. when I think of the whole family thing, I don't think of like a small business. I understand mm-hmm. that. I think with small business, you have to essentially be a family and it's like a tribe. And if they're not, you know, holding up their end of the bargain, you got to fucking go, buddy. Mm-hmm. I, but 
So like, yeah, I'm I'm torn too. Now that I think about it, I was all fired up. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, like on on oh, the, oh, I, it's actually Mo mentioned the 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 military, right? The Navy SEALs. Yeah. Right. Seven like Navy SEALs is a small group, and then there's there's they go out on missions in these small groups, right? And these small groups work together. I think it's the same idea because the military, like the Navy, for example, is huge. And the military as a whole is huge, right? And these mm-hmm. are small groups within that entire system. I think it's the same thing. It could be the same thing for a corporate world, right? You take a segment that is like, all right, in this store, for example, or whatever, it's like, oh, we're family and so on and so forth. And you establish kind of that tribe Navy SEAL format is like, it still can work. As long as, as long as it's authentic, like that branch, right? That store that that's operating like that family, then also will stand up to the rest of the organization of like, hey, we're they're trying to do something unfair to us. We're gonna stand together, type of thing. That's when you kind of can see that. But what when you're say like the whole corporate family thing is like when it's like you know five thousand employees in this corner of America. And we're family. It's like, you don't even know who your employees are. So that's BS. So I, I can agree with that side too. Yeah. Mm. No, I get it. But also, like, if you're going to talk about the military, like, they're such a family, ask how, how do they treat veterans? Mm. I mean, yeah, company-wide. But, like, when you talk to them, like, even in a, in a company, they have platoons. And platoons are the size of, like, you know, eight people, seven people. So yeah. it's more so creating that family within a company and that's what makes that's what makes us have the greatest military in the planet. Like that's just the truth. Other than that, we have a lot of money that goes into it too. And we, we put so much of, money into it. But we have one of the best trained personnel, and the reason is is because the way that we structure our military now is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. Not even close. But it gets the job done, and that's the way I see it. It's like you have these companies that exist. They found some way. Does it treat everybody the right way? No. But it gets the job done. Now, if you're the you're the idiot that stays in there and wants to keep working for a company that treats you like shit, I don't blame the company. I blame your dumbass for not moving. Very, not very Republican of you. I like it. <laughs> I like That's it. my Republican side. But. <laughs> Trump 2024. I got no, it. I'm no, with you, chill. buddy. I'm no. with you, buddy. No. I'm, no. With you. <laughs> I'm with you. Guys, you can't Guys, see it, but there's the a record. MAGA hat blurred out in the background of Moses' room. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, uh, I am not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. No, it's even worse. The, the... He likes DeSantis. <laughs> no, no, no. RFK, RFK, bro. <laughs> I think this is like the 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 third time Moses has had to say I'm not a Trump supporter <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> what, what is this trend about, Mo? <laughs> no, but like my belief is that ownership is fifty fifty, right? Like I do believe corporates corporate companies have ownership in the way that they treat people. I do believe that, but I also believe if you're the person working in there. And maybe, you know, you don't have the mindset. You don't you don't understand or have the awareness. I can understand that too. But if you're taking that much abuse, right, and you're still there, I mean, it's time to, like, go see a therapist or something. Like, why are you going to let people treat you that way? Well, I mean, it depends. It's 50-50 it, to me. 
Yeah, but I mean, there's also variables to that, though, because like, why am I there? Because I have fucking family. I have all these fucking things to pay. I can't afford to jump ship and and figure my life out when I have all these things that need to be taken care of. Absolutely. And that's where I say go go to to VitaProject.com, hire Francis or myself, and we'll give you the mindset to be able to get yourself a new job and make make real money and be happy. Like get this kid a Trump hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, Jay, Francis you've agrees got with me too bit. a little bit. Oh, listen, Jay, I'm playing devil's Jay, advocate. I don't care about any of this. Jay, Nothing's real. Nothing. <laughs> Jay, you got defensive because that was like you know you for for years in, in that. Oh no, it's not. It's because I wasn't treated that bad. It wasn't like I was like, oh man, everybody's so mean to me. Everybody's really nice to me. It's just that I hated myself working there, and I finally mm-hmm. got the balls to fucking get up and leave after getting a mortgage. You because know, you, you, you know where you were a part of, right? When you made that decision, Vita a Project, family, yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of Vita Project. Bro. I, I had a family. Hey. You see, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So um, make sure VitaProject.com, everybody. Yeah, you'll turn out just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Cynical um, but happy. <laughs> Certain days. So what are what are some some key concepts that we can uh, put in a neat bow here? Jay, Life from is your all gray and not black and white. <laughs> That's Moses' answer for everything. Um, <laughs> Rantis loved it. <laughs> uh, to tie this up in a neat bow, everything's yeah. your fault. Anything bad that happens to you is your fault. And it's up to you to get your bootstraps up and you fucking go and you be the best Republican you can be. <laughs> That's Is that good, Mo? Do, do you love me now? It's, it's, it's not everything is your fault. 50% of everything belongs to you. Most of it's your fault. You have ownership. You're empowered to make your own decisions. That's the democratic way of saying that. Just like yeah, that is true. (laughs) Here's here's what like what how to make that make sense for everyone. In my opinion, is the responsibility concept. Is you have the responsibility, and it's slightly different than what we think of responsibility because we can think of responsibility as ownership, like no, no, it's your fault, and so on and so forth. That negative side of it, but responsibility is your ability to respond. So when something shows up, how you respond to that is what you open up for the future. So if you respond with a negative, and you say, "Hey, I'm, I have to do this. This is just the way it is." That's what you're inviting. If you respond with, "No, I'm not going to allow this. I'm going to take a different direction." That's the future you're creating. So it's always you hear that response. single moms, but- your fault. <laughs> it's your fault for having that kid. Shouldn't have had that kid. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. It's your fault having that kid. Is that fifty percent right there? You should have never had him. You would have been much happier. Or Good job. What if his rape? Mm-hmm. I said, what if his rape? Oh, okay, now we're getting dark, guys. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. That's well, reality. That shit Real life can be dark. It, I mean, well, it's true. I mean, she didn't have control over that, so... So then the other 50% is her fault, and the job's her fault, then, not the kid. Well, I would say that... She, oh, I'm you know, cutting all this out. This is not making it... <laughs> no. Nobody should ever know this. <laughs> well, You know what's I, interesting? This is how a lot of the, the ideas, they come out for, for Vida Project and how we... we structured things they come yeah. out from having these discussions and then diving deeper and challenging them it's like oh yeah we have this neat little idea now let's just wreck it 
with all these crazy <laughs> possibilities. And if it can withstand, then it's worthy. You know, yeah. if you think I mean, that's, somebody... that's true. That is true. Yeah. That is how a lot of the concepts that we've mm. generated we tested like, in these like really crazy situations. You know, somebody had to pitch the Special Olympics. Like, think about that. <laughs> somebody had to be the first guy. Like, we're gonna race them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually saw that bit. Yeah, it's a Shane Gillis you showed, joke. Yeah, you showed me it. Yeah, it's That's my favorite. It's my favorite bit. Anyway, she didn't have control over that situation. What she does have control after that is whether she, if she did get pregnant, is whether to have the child or not. Depends what state you're in. It could mm -hmm. be like again. There's so many different variables, but let's say that she has the ability to make a decision on whether she wants to have the child or not. Right. The everything, the behavior of the child, all of the child, everything that happens after that. Part of that is her decision, right? If she decided to have the child, if she has the ability to get an abortion, right? Part of that was her decision. Now, if she, like, I know now Republicans took away abortion away in some states or whatever. If she's in that state and she can't get an abortion, then she did not have control over that. And that's not in her realm of control, which then I would say is not her fault, mm -hmm. right? The rape is not her fault. The ability to get an abortion is not her fault. Mm -hmm. So... Now, this is this is where like the definition I mentioned before, responsibility, that's how it changes from like fault. We're not talking about fault. Mm -hmm. We're no longer talking about fault. We're talking about your ability to respond. respond. You got rape. You have a ability to respond with that. Right. Whatever happens, you have the, the un, you're unable to 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 uh, evict the child <laughs> and. You have to have the job. You're still responding along the way. That's your ability. And that's where your power draws because all those moments is that rape, that, that eviction cancellation, all of that is you losing power, right? So in order for you to gain power is to recognize where you have the ability to respond to whatever situation is coming to. At that point, that's when you can start taking your decisions into uh, into uh, action as opposed to, you know, letting it happen or or continuing it as if there is no choice. You need to find basically where you can hitch your wagon. And then there, that's when you start driving with the steering wheel as opposed to just letting it go. It's over already. Might as well just roll down the hill. <laughs> so, I mean, it, life is a bunch of gray. It's not black or white. Uh, and I want I want to say this. I just want to say this. I don't want the audience to misconstrue that th this type of thinking doesn't have sympathy behind it. Because a lot of the times, what I think I think happens is when we're like, no, it should be this one way, and this is the way that it should be. Right? If someone gets raped, they should automatically get the abortion, or they should, you know, this whatever the rules are. What? I said this conversation took such a turn. It didn't. This is real. This yeah. is the, like this is the mind like mindset. We talk about mindset on these easy topics, but these topics is like where where it really makes a difference in these hard topics. This is where it frees you from that trap. Yeah. So I, I think when it comes to these types of conversations, sympathy sometimes gets in the way of like logical empowering solutions that that help people in different scenarios because we don't know we can assume that if a woman gets raped that she's automatically going to get an abortion we don't know that it could be a religious woman that says nope this is 
This is God's plan and I'm supposed to have this child, right? Now what? Where is her opportunity to respond to her decisions and then make the best life possible? And it's in that type of thinking. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know, Jay, this, this, this scares you. You want to cut it out. But I think this is great. <laughs> Listen, if you guys want to leave this in, I will leave it in. Leave it in. Leave yeah. it in. I say leave Absolutely. it in. Absolutely. You heard it, guys.